We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning, fellas. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Big fan of the show. It's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Hello there. Hey, you guys! Hey, guys. Love the show. Big fans. Over probably 20 years. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Call or text WGR at 803-0550 or post on X at WGR550 and get connected to Jeremy and Joe now. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. It's nice outside. We're getting some colder weather on the way this week, but still not that cold mm-hmm. as uh, you know the winter that almost never was. Like two storms, but high today of uh, thirty-one. We're in the thirties. Good stretch of the next ten days. Anyway, happy Valentine's to everybody out there. Happy Valentine's Day. I was just perusing the ten most romantic comedy speeches, or not romantic comedy, romantic speeches. Like what? What's the What's the the number one, the the iconic romantic speech in a movie? And The Notebook came up as one of the top. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Maguire came up in there. Jerry Maguire came up? Oh, yeah. You had me at hello, that whole thing. I might have to do a rewatch of that. Yeah. Did it one time in a couple of years. You're doing that. I'm trying to come up with uh, five Buffalo athletes that connote Valentine's Day. Okay. It's tougher than you think. How so? So far, Bobby Hart. Oh. Eric Flowers. Love this. Mike Love. Yes. Isaac Roseanne. I'm running out of ideas. You're doing you're doing work. You're good. It's good work. Deontay Harty. I, I thought of some in the other sports, like uh Fred Couples. The is Bob, good. Bobby Valentine. Bobby Bobby Valentine. Wow, that was, was right sitting right there the whole time. All right. I'm working on it. Send them in if you got them. At Sneaky Joe Sports. Buffalo athletes that connote Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day in some way, shape, or form. Have uh, they ever had someone with the name Chocolate? Not that I can think of. And with the nickname, like what White Chocolate was uh, Jason Williams in the NBA. Can I get something along those lines? I, I might have tapped it out. I might have gone. Honey, there might only be five. Honey, sweet. Honey. Is there a sweet? Somebody sweet? Yeah. All right. We'll work on that. Okay. So, yesterday, we'll get to this this Twitter poll I've got up. We've got some calls to catch up on, so we'll do that. Okay. I, 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 I need help here. Understanding the mindset that some Bills fans have right now. The question was asked to me about they should they should they should trade digs, you should cut digs, you should eat thirty one million in cap so they have a free cap next year because they take all the cap hit and they just move on. And the question asked to me in this online back and forth on Twitter, you know, sometimes you argue with people, you get topics out of it. Here it is. Do you think the Bills have reason to look in the mirror and conclude that a twenty twenty four championship run is unrealistic? Should the Bills 
look at themselves this year and say, I mean, really, we probably shouldn't consider ourselves contenders. Should the Bills do that? And my answer to that is no. The argument is what? That you're don't pretend you're not gonna win it no matter what. Clear the decks so that you can go what, guns ho in twenty twenty five? Which would be what? That that's they want to cut digs to do that? You want to cut Vaughn to do that? Like eat all that money? I, that seems nuts to me. You you're, want to, you're, you're punting on... You're tanking a year of Allen's career and his prime. Pretty much. I mean, they'd still be Listen, good, I, but... I am, I am the, I drive a tank over here. Yeah. When you're it's carved fi- in the corner yeah. over there. It's when a little you're going to finish but... in 28th, yeah. go ahead and finish in 30th. When you're going to finish... What are the Bills going to finish next year? 12 and 5? Right. They should, they should just say, like, oh, it's not going to be our year. There, there are people that think that they should ditch digs because they should acknowledge that they don't have a chance this year. This right. is this is where the salary cap conversation has gotten to. You're out we're out over our skis here. So Emmett wrote in, explain how. I'm willing to listen. How do you overcome the fifty something mil over the cap and all the players from last year's team with expired contracts? It's more than a couple of restructures. Will you just restructure a few? And then you draft a bunch of players, and you sign some cheap guys, and you let the second-best quarterback carry you like he has been for multiple seasons. Who are they saying goodbye to that's going to be significant? Hyden Poyer. Yep. Maybe Daquan Jones. Yep. Maybe they're going to save money by cutting Trey White, but they have their starting corners in Douglas and Benford. Yeah, they're good. They're good. And, you know, I I don't have all the wide receiver train stuff just to be funny. Do you know how good this offense will get if they have an awesome number two receiver? One, oh, they he, would be they, he, the offense would be pretty much perfectly set up. Like I don't know what else you would want to add to it. I mean, you if Diggs is your number one and you you finally got your Pro Bowl running back that ever that the, the reporters have wanted forever, and your line is built out. Like what else? Do they need offensively? And that's to me, that's the formula for this year. They invested in their offense last year in Torrance and Kincaid, and they got some good pieces there. If they draft a receiver and they hit it in the first round, and whether it's Troy Franklin or Brian Thomas Jr. or whoever, a receiver that can contribute, mm-hmm. this should be the year where they should they acknowledge that maybe they can't put together the perfect defense? Yeah, they probably can't. This should be the year where they say, well, let's give Josh everything we possibly can and score 35 a week. That'll be the goal. This will be the year where, Sean, your perfect defense that is everybody doing their 111th, it's going to have some holes. You're going to have holes. we got to get younger. we got to get cheaper. Who knows what happens with Vaughn? Trey White might be gone off the team. Your entire backbone of your secondary is going to be turned over, but we're going to have to find a way to deal with it, coach him mm-hmm. up, and go. The idea that the Bills should approach 2024 like they do not have a chance, I'm sorry. How could you make that case? Who would do that? The Chiefs, by the way, were the team that traded a receiver, and people thought like, "Oh, well, you this is going to be a little bit of a retool slash rebuild." And what do they do? They drafted amazing players and won two consecutive Super Bowls. Right. I'm not telling right, they didn't cut Tyree Kill. No, they, 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 they traded, traded him, him to restock, and they their, got assets, yeah. which of course the Bills can't do. They can't trade him, get the assets that the Chiefs got for Tyree no. Kill. Nope. 
And I'm not telling you you should expect it. I'm not telling you to be optimistic. This this question isn't, do you think the Bills will win the Super Bowl? It's how should they operate? Should they operate like they can't win it was the question. And if you say yes, they should operate like they can't realistically win it, I don't understand what – I'm speechless. Who, who how, how would you make that claim? I don't even think it would be true if they did what the guy's saying they would do. If they if they did that, if they caught Stefan Diggs tomorrow, couldn't they still win the Super Bowl? You'd need to hit on the, you need to hit on the first round rookie receiver like he'd need to be Justin Jefferson, maybe out of the gates, but I, there's a sentiment that if Josh Allen's your quarterback, you always have a chance. So, I it would not help your case, but I don't think there's any world no matter what they did, they don't have a a puncher's chance at the least, and that's if they were to pick pieces off the roster the way they're currently constructed yeah I don't I don't know how you would arrive at that let's like because what what's what's the guy want to do he wants to he wants to cut Von Diggs Trey White whoever and have 80 million dollars more to spend the next offseason because that's the year where now I've got the money to go sign the year that year's Michael Pittman maybe I can go get Brandon Ayuk now because now I have money to do something like that. Is that is that what the guy wants? But you're trading a year to do that. Yes. And that's if you can do all that, by the way. Right. You're trading a year to have flexibility. And, well, you hope those guys are available. You hope those guys become. Because it's not every year that these elite receivers are just available to you. Alan Lazard was the highest paid receiver in last year's free agent class. So, I don't know. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That is not even a retool year. That's a blow-up. Yeah. That's a blow-up. It's blow it up. Blow it up. Have Josh play with a skeleton squad for a year and then spend money the following year? I guess. I guess that's the uh, that's it, the move. Or that's the idea. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm speechless. Mainly, it all comes down to the dig stuff, which I can't – you've said this before, and we'll say it. Someone come up with a digs trade that makes sense for the Bills. You you can't yep. you can't do it. Yep. Haven't seen one. You the, you, the cl- we saw one site say they should trade him for Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers. And I don't think that's realistic. I don't think you're getting Brian Burns and there are cap repercussions to that deal that aren't figured out in the hypothetical either. And so that's the only one I've really seen and even that one doesn't really work. Show me the digs trade. That works. I'll listen to if you can find me a trade where hey they get a first round pick, and but they no get one this and but, this. but no one thinks that that would happen. No, nobody thinks like it you would, can. Yeah, you, exactly. You can show me what about if the Colts gave you a first because they're not sure if they're going to sign Michael Pittman. The answer is they would just sign Michael Pittman. Well, because in theory, I I don't mind the idea of trying what the Chiefs did. Of hey, we're going to trade Tyree Kill off the roster. We're going to get all of this stuff back, and that's how we're going to replenish. We're going to go young. We're going to go cheaper, and we're going to. They missed on their receiver picks, but they tried. Right? They spent a third round pick to get. 
Kadarius Tony. They spent a second round pick on Sky Moore and Rashi Rice. Like they paid Juju Smith Schuster in a one year deal. Like they tried to do it. They just have pretty much failed at that position. But if you wanted to come to me and say, okay, without the cap stuff, you trade Diggs, you're going to get your first round pick, you're going to get a second round pick on top of that. Maybe you get this young player that's struggling a little bit. And but we know you're we're not going to go young and cheap. But you're not getting any of that for but Diggs. You're exactly. You're and not getting any of that because they decided to extend him. He wanted to be extended too, so yeah. they agreed to be extended, and they basically locked themselves into each other, which is fine, by the way. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? But if you wanted Diggs to be traded, then anyone that wanted Diggs to be traded should have been criticizing the extension that they made two years ago. Because that was the day that all of this became impossible. We'll get some calls in. 803-0550. Dennis in Lockport has been waiting. Hey, Dennis, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Hey, I agree with you guys on, the, on what the Bills should do for the Super Bowl. Absolutely. I think that would be foolish. Um, my thing what I, I don't agree with you guys on, and I know you guys are high on Gabe Davis, but watching this the last few years, there is also a lot of inconsistencies and plays that he should make, especially when you guys kind of compared that $15 million Beckham got compared to a Davis. Beckham, if that would have been Beckham in the Philadelphia game, he would have found a way to get that ball and not turn the wrong way or made the adjustment. Davis is many times have been caught off where, you know, he doesn't make the adjustment and I just don't see that money for him. I see like maybe a Tyler Boyd or a Pittman, Tyler Boyd coming out of Cincinnati. He's stuck behind Higgins and, um, and and Chase here, so he's not going to get as much playing time, but he's solid. He's and he's a guy you can get for six, seven, maybe eight million dollars less than you're going to pay for Gabe Davis, and he's probably a lot more consistent. Uh, Pittman, definitely, I'd love to see there, but I just don't see Gabe getting that. You know, he's had four years to really shine, and I think, you know, looking at uh, what we've got, also with some back, uh, some other receivers on the team already. You know, there could be some emergencies. You got uh, Shakir this year was our kind of our guy who emerged. I'd still like to see Andy Isabella, see what he could do. Uh, some of the film on that guy is amazing, and if you could get him in, he could be that type of guy who can help release Diggs off because he could be that guy who could pop in an area that can make that go-to catch. And um, if you look how Kansas City did, they didn't throw a lot of long balls. They threw a lot of slot passes here and there that got them down the field in a really quick uh, moment and gets them their score and, and, and that's how they play and maybe that's something the Bills should look at and then like you guys said, spend some money on the defense, uh, shoring that up, you know, get a couple players that could help Josh out and keep him going but other than that, you know don't don't break the bank, I think we got a solid team and also grab some guys out of maybe the draft and see what we got there I'll leave you guys uh, and, and listen for your response. Thanks, Dennis. That's, a, that's the first time anyone's ever accused us of being high on Davis. I was, I was we definitely do not to... think the Bills should bring back Gabe Davis. I, I do think he has a spot in the league as a serviceable role player, but neither one of us wants them to bring back, bring back Davis. And I have absolutely no – there's no receiver on this roster outside of Shakir that I'm thinking about for the future. Andy Isabella is not one of them. I thought you were going to say Justin Shorter, who was a fifth-round pick from last year. Right. No. No. They, they need to – they need to go in. They need to get top-tier guys. Boyd is an interesting name. Boyd's been one of the best slot receivers in football for a long time. Yeah. Spotrick puts him at less than $9 million a year. Problem is... His age yeah, he, is the well, reason. He's 29. Right? Yep, he's 29. Well, not as old as I thought. Pro- the problem is the Bills don't need a slot receiver. 
They need an outside receiver. I mean, Shakir, right. Shakir was great. And Boyd is one of those slot receivers that does have the capability to go inside and outside. But if you're just sticking him on the outside, like I feel, like, I feel like you're kind of losing all the value of what he is in the first place. Yeah, Boyd, Boyd has been. I mean, I, I've wanted the Bills to target a Boyd, Tyler Lockett style player for like three years. Yeah. They finally find their answer on the slot in Shakir and also Kincaid to some degree. They just they need a boundary receiver. They need a boundary receiver in part two because they need speed on offense. And, like, Boyd's not answering that question. He's a fine player. If he goes to the right spot, I'll draft him in fantasy all summer. Um, But, yeah, like, last year he played 77% of his slots in the snap. That was the second most in football. So maybe even the idea that he is a guy that can bounce inside and outside. Well, no, I don't know. You know, it would be hard for him to get that opportunity because Chase and Higgins are there. But either way, he's a slot guy. I just... I don't know. And right, Davis, in terms of like wanting to bring him back, I don't know if there's an idea I've liked less that I've talked about in, in recent years than any contract that brings back Gabe Davis. I think they can do better. They should do better. They need a more burner style of receiver. I mean, every fiber of me wants to see them do something different than Gabe Davis at that position this year. Ian Harditz had this yesterday. The, the What teams have invested in the receiver position? Like The Bills have earned where they are, and Looking at every team in the league, he did from 2019 to 2023, how many picks have you spent on quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, O-line, D-line, linebacker, corner, kicker, all that, right? In the Mm -hmm. first three rounds. There are only two teams that have spent zero first, second, and third round picks on on, on receivers in the NFL in that span, the Bills and the Bucs. Now, the Bills did trade one for digs. So, Mm -hmm. technically, they spent one first round pick on a receiver. Mm Mm-hmm. But they spent it on a receiver that didn't give them the four years and the fifth-year option. Every other team in the league, Arizona, drafting receivers, Arizona three times, Atlanta once. Baltimore spent five first, second, and third-round picks on receivers, which is – here you have the Ravens. <laughs> the Ravens run it all the time, and they have spent five first, second, and third-round picks on receivers. The Bills pass it all the time and have spent three picks on running backs. No other team – from 2019 to 2023, has spent three picks on running backs. The Bills are the only team in the NFL that spent three first, second, and third round picks on running backs in that four-year stretch. The only team. Hate that. If you just went back and undid the running back draft picks, all due respect to James Cook, undo Zach Moss and just take a receiver. Undo Devin Singletary. Have I mean, I guess it was Frank Gore at the time. They've spent so much on running back. Three running backs and zero wide receivers in a four-year stretch of your first three rounds of the draft. Mm-hmm. That can never happen again for this team. You are punting on so much value. A running back, here's another way to say it. We, we do this all the time with a running back draft pick, right? You never want a second contract for a running back. You never do. Nope. You don't even want the fifth-year option. It's too expensive. Right. So by spending a first, second, and third-round pick on a running back, which is only a first-rounder for the fifth-round option, a second and third-round pick on a running back, the best-case scenario is that guy plays for you for four years, and then you're smart enough to not pay him. Mm-hmm. Spend it on a receiver. You sign him to a new contract in year three, right? For three more years, right? If you hit on the second round receiver, you're talking about hopefully a ten year relationship. You're talking about AJ Brown, yeah. You're talking about Michael Pittman. You're talking about Terry McLaurin, and your second round running back is. But well, they draft they drafted James Cook, and okay, so into year two, would we, would we say it's going well? It's going he's well in the Pro Bowl. He's it's going well, right? He's got two more years. Yeah, and then they and then they can't they can't pay him. All right, so you're already halfway through the experience. And you got very little value out of it. 
in terms of cap stuff. Right. So I don't know how we got to that. Anyway, it was just jarring to see the Bills with a zero on first, second, and third round picks on receivers other than the Diggs pick, which, again, is like, it's a nice play. Not upset about that. But you did, by trading it, lose the opportunity to get really great value on that. So when someone says, like, how are they going to be good when their cap is so bad, start hitting on picks. That's the way to do it. 803-0550. We'll get more calls in if you want to join us. 803-0550-1888-550-2550 to join us on Valentine's Day. We're we're, we're spreading well, what right, wide receiver love today. Zach Redmond, someone posted. Who's put, that? To put in. Sabre defenseman from the tank, I guess. Oh, Red being Red. Valentine's Day? Mike Card also mentioned. <laughs> Send him in. Um, Mike Card. <laughs> this is not going to be an easy I'm gonna, one. I'm going to think of more. I'm going I'm I'm to get some. I don't know how many more there are to get. The wide receiver train choo choo chooses you. <laughs> That's what we need. Valentine card wide receiver train Valentine cards. I choo choo choose you. Yep. All right, Jeremy and Joe, more of your calls on the other side on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.